And that is the base, I feel, to really good manifesting is being happy with where you are right now, learning to love it, therefore raising that vibration to open up to more intention for nice things. Hi, I'm Gemma Petherbridge, and this is the Higher Self School podcast. Each month we explore topics that are perfect for the spiritually inclined and curious. So, if you're part of the Awakened Generation, this podcast is perfect for you. Hello guys, welcome back. So, we start a new month and therefore we also start a new theme. It is a hot day here in the south of England, that is quite rare, and it makes sense really that I would be recording this introductionary session on this day, because my plan or the month's topic is going to be manifesting or manifestation, and the reason I thought this was the perfect month to cover this is we've just had the summer solstice, the sun is high in the sky, and with that energy, We are very much awake and empowered to complete those big goals. So every summer, people naturally become more energised and want to achieve. So of course, I am recording this intro on what is easily one of the hottest days so far of the year. And guys, little heads up, I'm not a fan of the heat. So forgive me if you can tell in my voice, but hopefully you won't. Anyways, so like I said, manifesting or manifestation is the topic of the month. We've got some really interesting interviews coming up. And I wanted to start by sharing that when I was considering this topic, it made sense. It's the summer. Let's go big. Let's go for those big goal kind of topics. And I am somebody who strives to achieve. Like those who know me well will know that I'm like, how many different goals can I do at the same time? little bit OTT that way, very much a workaholic. So it makes sense. But when I thought about doing the intro, I was a bit, I don't know if I'm the right person to do this introduction. Should I bring somebody on? Because it's not something I present, I don't talk about. um, So am I the right person? But then I sat down to start to pen what I would say, and it came quite easily. And actually, Um, I'm hoping, fingers crossed, you're going to enjoy this session because I do think I take my own take, bringing in my different modalities, understanding how actually through manifestation, we can also understand the goals and the, the lessons our soul wants us to learn in this life. Okay, so that sounds a bit more me, I would say, and I'm sure those who know me well would agree. Interestingly, a few moments ago before I press record, I also listened to a voice note from a good friend, Lucy, shout out to you. She is somebody who I've literally got to know online, I'm sure she won't mind me talking about her, and within the Higher Self School, I sent a message out the other day asking people to talk about or sort of add questions about manifestation, especially for when I speak to Rachel about this in a few weeks. When we do the final chatty one, we always ask people to submit questions. And Lucy sent me a little private message. Basically, I think honouring what a lot of you will think, which is 
get into manifesting, you go to these events, and it's all about doing, doing, doing. And if you're not manifesting, if you're not achieving in life, you're failing. So it's a bit of a black and white topic. I mean, I'm, this isn't exactly what Lucy said, but I think it's a really, everything happens for a reason. So there's, it's no surprise I just heard her voice note as I press go on this. And I think it's a good place to start. So if you are put off by manifesting, because it makes you feel like maybe you're lacking or you're not achieving, please listen to what I'm going to say in this episode, because interestingly, I'm taking a different take. Okay, we've got two amazing, we've got one author, one amazing practitioner coming in this month to share their wisdoms. They take different takes. So everybody's going to get something out of this manifesting topic. I think actually, although I felt I wasn't the right person to do this, maybe, maybe I am, or at least I'm going to give it a really good go. Okay, so I've already started to say it. Topic for the month is manifesting. Okay, straight away in my mind, I see that as part of a process of goal setting. So when we sit down and we're like, what do I want out of life? What do I want to achieve? What do I want to put my focus on next? That focus in a broader context is probably also manifesting. It's focusing the mind so you're inviting in more of what we like, okay? And that'd be how I take it. And the focus, the choosing is quite empowering. Instead of allowing life to happen to us, and in my new book that comes out next year, I talk about, this is a crystal book, by the way, so it Yes, we're talking about manifesting right now, but in my crystal book, which I guess does also kind of approach this topic. So now I'm realizing live on this podcast, maybe I am more qualified to talk about this than I realize. Within that, I describe our spiritual process, go from awake spiritually to woken up and what that means and what's going on and how that affects our goals and all sorts of other stuff. But the thing is, we will go from a state of life happening to us, very unempowering, very potentially feeling like the victim because we've got no ability to be anything else but really. Life is happening at us, to us, and it's very hard to, I want to say the word fight back, it's probably the wrong word. And I've been there, I imagine we've all been there. Yeah, that kind of like, could any more things happen? Could I feel any worse right now? When you get to the point, and for me, I mean, at the point where I was really like, really had enough now, I was homeless. And I was like, okay, literally cannot get any worse. Family had passed, all sorts of stuff had happened, had no money, could not get any worse. Interestingly, that was quite an empowering moment because all I could do was fight back. Yeah is to make make these changes. And that's when we go from life happening to us to consciously making decisions of what we want and starting to have a direction and insights in the way that we are going. And when we do that, that's when we can create big change. Another way of seeing it is when life happens to us, we could be consuming things, feeling terrible, and not putting two and two together. I've ate this and I feel like this. I've drunk this and I feel like this, yeah? I have 
acted this way to this particular person and this is how they react back and boy was that horrible but we don't realize so we're just in this state of anger aggression illness disease all of this stuff without realizing cause and effect and i think when we realize cause and effect when we wake up to it this is called self-awareness it's the first stage of self-development or later on spirituality when we're like okay well when i eat pizza and again personal experience i love pizza pizza definitely does not love me it dehydrates me to the point i can't sleep it's a very particular niche thing that pizza does to me maybe there's more of you out there that would agree in that there's all these other things so i know now that it, on a hot day like this if i had pizza that's already the day is going to be dehydrating or you know you need to keep lots of water if i had pizza as well then i will definitely not be sleeping tonight so it's that cause and effect Therefore, manifesting is going in there, goal setting deliberately. But like my lovely friend Lucy said, if if things then don't work out, there's there's a potential feeling of failure. And bear with me, because I think I have a really nice positive spin on what could be going on. Now, the first thing to say here okay, is we all manifest all day, every day. And I phrase manifesting is attracting what we see. And this very much goes back to if you've ever watched The Secret, if you remember that book, Law of Attraction, where your attention goes, energy flows, okay, we all manifest all day every day the thing is before we are aware of what we are doing if we feel life is bad if we are feeling angry and upset we will look for more things that make us feel angry and upset so we're all actually absolute experts at manifesting it's just what we want to manifest isn't the nice stuff or it's not the word want is the wrong word because we're doing it unconsciously. So if your trains of thought are life is hard, I'm unsuccessful, I can't keep money, I can't keep a relationship, we manifest events, situations in our life that affirm those beliefs, okay? So, and we, again, pretty much is always unconscious. When we become conscious is when we can start to shift this. So we'll have events, maybe relationships playing out that just show us that we cannot hold a relationship. When we become aware, then we can start to be like, what am I doing? Who am I picking? That means I cannot keep this relationship. At that point, when we see what's playing out, where attention goes, energy flows. We see it and we can shift it to change it. And we we shift to a different idea, a different focus, and we will attract that. It can be a process, it's a learning curve, and of course we are human. We also can go from awares of something to shifting back to doing something unaware and then and then that oh so fun lesson of like, oh dull. I've done it again. Oh, there's there's that pattern playing out. So we've got to be kind to ourselves. We're here to learn lessons. This is why I'm saying this is almost part of our soul purpose is very much connected to manifesting. So this is where I would begin with this. 
straight away we manifest all day every day and if you think you're not succeeding with manifesting and you feel life isn't great you are potentially and like i'm saying potentially to be kind there will be part of us that is manifesting this not great life so we need that shift and change okay also when we say where our energy goes attention flows energy is emotions so if our energy or emotions are low we will attract more of these low emotions so actively increasing how we feel generally every day away from these issues that we feel maybe are failing or are kind of hurdles or lessons to learn just generally every day just raising our vibration so we feel happier means that we're going to attract more happy yeah I hope that makes sense to people. And this is why beginning of the year, I was talking about moving from the 3D to 5D. And that in essence is going from a three dimension, which is what we live in, Mother Earth, to a 5D, which is more esoteric, more energetic, and a higher vibration and a happier vibration. So if you're like straight away, well, how do I do that? Please go back and listen to those episodes. That'll be really useful for you. But raising your vibration by doing stuff that you love makes you smile. What makes you smile, laugh, lose hours because you're just so in the zone, you're having a great time? You know, is it spending time with your friends? Is it being creative? Is it exploring, traveling? All of that will raise your vibration. And then you'll attract more of that vibration. Another thing to do, which is old school self-development stuff but the old school is always the best and that is gratitudes we cannot bring in more stuff that we are grateful for until we are grateful with what we've already got if we look around us we're like nah i don't like any of it not happy nope we are not going to attract that dream life because what we attract is nah, i'm not happy yeah so look at your life look at who you are what you're doing look at your body you are alive in a in a body that is serving you to the point you are listening to this podcast okay so be grateful for all of the organs the eyes the mouth whatever it is okay even if there is disease in there as well what is serving you really well focus on that and thank it Go through the body, thank these organs. I did this with a friend once. She was showing me one of her new modalities. And I went through and I communicated with all my organs. I was like, that's amazing. It's very profound. But also, what else around you? The small things. I am sat at my desk right now. I've got an iPhone. Like, that's insane. They are so expensive. should be grateful to have an iPhone. I've got my glasses here that I need for reading. Thank you, glasses, for existing got some gorgeous flowers on my desk this is something I started to do very recently is sometimes buy myself some flowers they make me smile and they were five pounds and they have been here for days and that's days of smiles so it's little things like that being grateful for where you are what you're doing yes even if life is hard and again I'm going to go back to when things were really bad for me I went back to the basics. I knew that, right, okay, things aren't great. Things are pretty bad. You know, I couldn't have really made enough bad decisions. Like, things are bad. So I went back to basics and I was like, what am I grateful for? I am walking. I can speak. I can see. I can hear. 
I, I am very capable of doing things. I will sort this out. And you have to go back there. Yeah, you know, like I can breathe. There is breath. I am alive. All of the like little basic things. And but you need to feel everything. Okay. So a lot of these gratitude books will suggest you do three gratitudes a day. What am I grateful for today? What were the best parts of the day? Now, the thing is, it's very easy for us to quickly say three things, like just list them off super quick and off you go. I've had two lovely uh, chats today with two good friends of mine. There's two and I've got some dark chocolate sat near me. Once I finish this, I am going to enjoy that dark chocolate. There is, I've said that matter of fact, there is no motion in what I've just said at all. And therefore that is wrong. You need to connect energetically two things yeah so I wouldn't do three I would do Esther and Jerry Higgs say it's called a rampage of appreciation and a podcast I love Jess Lively is the person who introduced me to this and that is you want to do at least one page ideally three of gratitudes and as you do it you're doing so many things and you start with the big stuff and then you really get down to those basics of your breath the heart beating all of that the amount of good things we all have in our lives and we're writing them in like as quick as you can, like it's a rampage, you go for it, raises your vibration. That's what you want to do. I know that's quite a lot for people, so maybe just a page. But if you're going to stick to three, please engage with those three things and really home in and see how nice they feel. Don't just say the matter of fact, home in, see how you feel and go from there. And that is the base I feel to really good manifesting is being happy with where you are right now, learning to love it, therefore raising that vibration to open up to more intention for nice things. Now, another thing to share, I'm going to go a bit um, sad for a minute, as in it's a sad topic, but we'll jump straight back out. And I kind of want to just honour myself for a moment here because I think it was quite insightful for quite a young person. So both my parents passed when I was 21, 22, so nine months apart. Very shocking, wasn't expected, happened very quickly, both of them. Fine one day, passed within 24 hours, just both very shocking. And the second, so my, my dad passed second and... I had, well, I didn't have to, but I went back to uni. I think he passed just before the Easter holidays. After Easter, I went back to uni. And I knew, and I didn't have to go back, but I had to do something. So I went back to carry on with my degree. I knew that I could go super rock bottom if I wanted to. Like, you know, I everybody would have understood if I had really, really gone rock bottom. And I really didn't want to. I wanted to kind of preserve myself the best I could or sort of self-preservation kicked in. So I did two very random things. I used some of my student loan to pay for a um, personal trainer at the gym. I was going to the gym with my then boyfriend, but I booked in with the personal trainer to force myself to go to the gym. I'm, I'm not a gym bunny at all. Um, I'm doing the same right now. I've got a personal trainer right now to make myself go because although I hate the gym and I'd cancel if if I have, you know, if I can, 
I don't cancel other people. So I know if I've got an appointment with someone, I'll definitely go. And I did that then. So they got me going to help me exercise, to raise my vibrations, so I'd be happier. And the other thing I did that I'm sure looked a bit psycho, a little bit weird, was I smiled a lot. I would smile to myself and just smile. Like for no reason, I probably looked like the Joker, it probably looked really weird, but I'd walk around deliberately smiling to raise my vibration and it worked really well those two things and I'm just going to honor that part of me for a second because I was only 22 I was not into spirituality their passing was what got me on to the path but some aspect of me knew there's a little self-preservation in there that do these things don't let yourself go too low like you could go low and that for me and I know like everybody's different people other people listening would have done different things but that was that's a sign of me trying to be like at least you can smile at least you can exercise and raise that vibration up okay that felt right to share so let's focus more on the secret if you haven't watch The Secret, please do. It's a real, I loved it. It is self-development spiritual candy. It's brilliant. It has a fundamental flaw, which I'm going to speak about, but boy, is it a lovely motivator. So The Secret, in essence, is law of attraction. It speaks about what you focus on, you attract. So it's another form of manifesting, yeah? And you need to, like, focus and understand what you want, to create it in your life. If your energy is everywhere, you'll create all sorts of everything, but nothing particular. Now, the thing about the secret and law of attraction, well, the secret suggests to us that you just need to focus on it. They talk very much about creating a vision board. So go out, create a beautiful college collage from magazines of all of the things you aspire to have, Put that college, collage, wow, guys, um, we may have to rephrase it college because I can't say collage today. Put that on the wall, display it, look at it every day and you're attracting those things into your life. Now, what they don't say in the film, which is really random that they don't, is that you do need to do the work to get there. OK, it's not like unless you are lucky enough to win the lottery, but then you've still done work. You've still gone to go and get that ticket. So, you know, there's still work to be done. But what they're saying is pinpoint what you want in life and work towards it, but have direction. But in the sadly, in the film slash book, they don't really talk about the, you know, you need to work at it. So st people thought when it first came out, you just create this dreamlike states of your ideal life and somehow it's going to come into your life and for some people it probably would do but normally we have to work and like there's a lovely example I think in the film so they kind of allude to it they just don't say it uh, one person on their collage there we go got it right that time talked about a beautiful house in Miami or LA or somewhere and that was the house that they really wanted and then years later once they'd done the work so if they'd gone they'd got their job they'd done all these things they went to go and view a house that they wanted to buy and it was literally that house 
So it's that focus, it's telling the universe what you want, but it's also the action, and a lot of it is the action. And what's interesting is when we start to do the action and when we start to bring things in to our life or like, you know, like, I want this, I want this, I want this, this is where I'm going, this is what I want to attract. When it's not successful, when it's not happening, that is what I want to speak about today. And I think this is the area that I can offer insights into because that is areas of our life where the energy isn't flowing and there is blocks. So for me, financial abundance has always been my thing. I am so much better than I used to be with financial abundance. You know, these days, I think if someone saw me, they wouldn't think I've ever had abundance blocks. But yes, like I said, I used to be homeless. So yes, I really did have blocks at one point. And what I've realized is what we focus on, we really work at attracting when it's not working. What we're actually doing is seeing, visibly seeing sole purpose lessons to learn. So for me, it was financial abundance and feeling more abundant so that I could be abundant. And that's the flow of energy, welcoming in money and not rejecting it. Yeah. So sometimes I would uh, get paid well and then a bill would come in for pretty much the same amount. So it'd go in and out the other way. So it's retaining the money, saving the money. Another one is relationships are a really good example with people. Like if you're repeating the same patterns and things don't seem to be correcting themselves, then that would be another one where chances are when we were in between lives, when we were our sole aspect of ourselves between lives, deciding what we needed to learn, come down to Mother Earth to learn, Potentially, it was to learn particular aspects of relationships, of romantic relationships. And if we really want something and it's not happening, then chances are it's a sole lesson to overcome. So that would be my lovely friend earlier, Lucy, who was saying she's not necessarily a fan of this because people can feel like they're failing. I would try and add like an aha moment to that where... You're like, okay, sadly, this is not going to be as easy for me than maybe the next person. But now I know what I need to learn. Like I know what my soul's lessons are straight away. Instant win. Yeah, that's quite an empowering train of thought. And the other thing to share there is we've all got our things uh, around me. I've got friends who really struggle to be in relationships, long term relationships um, friends who struggle to get on the property ladder, friends who find travel hard. We all have our things that we find hard and other things we find super easy. So for me, I've always found relationships, uh, romantic relationships, very easy. And I haven't really had drama in my romantic, romantic relationships where people around me have had drama in that area but they have never had financial problems like I have. So we all have different aspects. You will be winning in some places and not in others. And therefore be kind to yourself. It's not an overarching fail in everything. It's just honoring who you are and your strong bits and knowing that if you can be in strong in one area, you can be strong in other areas. 
Okay, so how do we know what part of us or what aspect of that is creating this block? Often it's limiting beliefs, okay? And again, not necessarily easy to understand how that is happening. Why is that? So a lot of limiting beliefs, which are negative trains of thought, I'm not good enough, I'm not lovable, I'm not deserving, all sorts, life isn't life isn't safe, that is a classic. All the modalities that I've learned, life is not safe is one of the most common, but there's all sorts of different things that can come up. And the thing is, a lot of our limiting beliefs, sometimes a past life, so boy, would it be hard to identify that one without the support of someone like a past life regressionist, which by the way, I am one, so if you need help with that, hello, I can help. But also the other aspect, if it is this life, chances are the most common time frame that that would have happened is before the age of seven. So that's when we imprint the most, it's where we learn the most, it's where most of our beliefs that we take through life come from. And when something plays out a lot, it becomes part of our personality. And when it does that, it goes into our subconscious and it's just part of who we are. So we need to go into the subconscious to find this aspect and heal it. So again, doesn't feel easy, but there are things that we can do to help, okay? So one thing is being aware of where our concerns are. Now, Edgar Tolley speaks of the power of now, of being exactly in the now and not worrying about the past or like regretting the past, feeling guilty, upset about things that have happened or worrying about the future. If we are in the now, all is well. Chances are right now, no matter how hard your life is, Right now, as you listen to me, if you are listening to me, you're okay right now. Yeah, and that is the only definite moment we had because we can change the future. The past has happened. It's not worth worrying about the past. It's happened. But right now, you're empowered. So that is one of the aspects. Do you lean into regretting the past, thinking about the past a lot? Do you look forward too much? And learning to focus on the now, which is through things like meditation, calming the mind. Crystals are really good for that, to stop that train of thought of leaning too far forward or looking backwards. Uh, pink lithium or lapidolite, they calm the mind, they stop that kind of mind chatter. And at the end of the day, manifesting, no matter what it is, is a flow of energy, okay? We are all energy beings. We are all a frequency. It's weird some people out, but if you are under a microscope, you are more air than you are physical matter. And when you manifest something, you are just bringing other frequencies to you. Now, the problem is society tells us it's really hard to bring to us things like a castle. There's actually a saying, um, it's as easy to manifest a castle as it is to manifest a feather because they are just frequencies. But when we have blocks in our energy field, which is generally our chakras, we'll get that thing come close to us and it's retaining, it's getting it to us 
and sometimes it can stop where that block is triggered and those triggers are those subconscious beliefs that I was talking about. So it is key to look after our energies, keeping your vibration high as part of that. The higher your vibration is, and don't forget, go back to that uh, 3D, 5D topics earlier on in the year for information on that. And the information I also do on morning routines, this is all ways that we can raise our vibration. Crystals as well, the crystal episodes, again, that's what they do. They raise our vibration up. And as if we keep vibing high, it's a lot easier for things to come to us because actually we start to just alt delete all of this old stuff. Now, if you are finding particular areas where there is a buildup, where you are finding problems, okay, knowing the chakras is a good place to start. So I'm gonna speak through the chakras to help you understand what's going on. And I'll do this really quickly because I could talk about this for absolutely ages. So firstly, if you are somebody who, yes, you'd love to manifest, you'd really love to manifest, but you are, there's a lot of sadness going on, a lot of disconnect. Maybe you feel very, very lonely. The idea of connecting to source energy or even looking after your frequencies like I'm talking about right now feels really far away for you then I would recommend focusing on a frequency and by that I mean focusing on a particular color because that's the easiest way as a human we can bring in a frequency and for you I'm talking about the crown chakra colors of white violet and transparent so transparent is a phrase used for crystals okay so clear quartz this will open up one of your chakras, the crown chakra, allow light in so we can start engaging with the other chakras. Now, if you are somebody who, again, you're manifesting, you want to bring things in, you know what you want and you've got 101 different ideas to get to that one thing, but it's all a bit, like, what's the best option? Where do I go? What do I do next? You're kind of overpowering the mind with all these ideas. Basically, what that is, is you're getting all these downloads, all of these inspiring ideas. But it's hard for you to know which direction to go in. If that is you, and you just need to know the best idea, you, I would recommend focusing on the third eye. And the colour for the third eye is purples. So the mind. Focus on supporting the mind so you get that clarity. And if that, that should then help you move forward towards what you're manifesting. The next one down from there, okay, is the throat chakra, which is blue. So if this, if what I say next is relevant, please consider bringing more blue into your life. Now I know most people know me for crystals, but it's blue clothes, blue foods, like blueberries, things like that. Blue items around you, flowers, all sorts, doesn't matter. It's just the frequency of blue. So if you find you're communicating a lot about your ideas, you're manifesting, you're going out there, you're telling people your dreams, you know what you want, you're telling people what you want, but it's not progressing. What can happen is we can speak openly, like with like dreaming, we can wish or we can speak with truth. Truth is this is happening, I'm gonna make this happen. 
And we want you to move from the dreaming aspect of communication to the truth aspect. You're really homing in on what you want. And for that, lots more blue, like I was saying. Now, still manifesting. Once you're communicating about what you want, firstly to yourself, because you need to problem solve. Can I do this? Is this a good idea? And then telling others, bringing them on board or just like, guys, this is what I'm doing. This is why I can't see you right now because I need to make time for my new project, whatever it is. Or it could be that the project includes communication. As you speak about that idea, hopefully you fall in love with it, it falls into the heart. And that's where our passion really opens up. And we really like literally at that moment law of attraction really kicks in and starts to want to bring it to you when you've fallen in love with passion for your idea falls into the heart chakra at that point when it does that you could bring in like it's gone into the heart and it stays in the heart so blue gets it to the heart okay so if you find you are saying lots but then not carrying on to the next stage lots of blue and then you start to speak your truth, it progresses onto the heart. The heart is the passion and it's the start of the actual creation. I love it, I, this thing has to be in my life, whether it be the perfect relationship, a brand new business, the course you wanted to do, doesn't matter. When the heart's involved, it's going to happen if you can do it. But what you need is enough energy in the heart to push it into the physical world, yeah? It needs that kind of like bit of a hammer to get it going. Now, if you're finding you fall in love with an idea, but that love doesn't last too long, okay? It's almost like people, maybe you're in a relationship for a few weeks and you fall out of love with someone. Consider that, that kind of energy. Then for long-term romance of this, like the thing that you wanna manifest, more pink or more green, whatever one you're drawn to. That gets us to the point we are on day one. Okay, so we've watched The Secret, we know exactly what we want, we've pinpointed it, we are on day one, which is I am gonna make this happen in my life. Here I go, turn the computer on, let's start making this happen. If it's dating, you are joining the websites. If it's a business, you are working out what your business name would be, buying a domain, all of that, you have a day one. If you sit at that computer and the limiting beliefs, those beautifully fun limiting beliefs, the imposter syndrome, the I'm not good enough, all of that starts to hold you back enough. You're like, oh, should I? Maybe I'll start another day. Maybe I'll feel better another day or them. Why am I doing this? Other people can do it better than me. All of that, ignore it, okay? It's a frequency, it's a bad solar plexus frequency. You do not need to live like that. Lots more yellow will raise you above that so you can keep going. Yes, get support as well, but no, it's a natural beginning of a project is for that imposter syndrome to kick in or whatever train of thought it is for you because when we start something new we are stepping out of our comfort zone and the egoic part of our mind doesn't like that because it doesn't know if we'll be safe when we're doing that and its job is to keep us safe so somehow we've evolved into creatures that keeping you safe equals berating yourself how wrong is that 
So if you can get past that, please do. Yes, sometimes you may sit there on day one and be like, you know what, I don't really want this that much. Yes, my heart's fallen in love with it, but it's pittering out. And do I want to do this? No, I don't. But if it is like you're maybe repeating the same cycle of, right, this is that moment that I set up that business I've wanted to set up for years. And you know that you've had lots of day ones, like we want to get you above that. And that's yellow, solar plexus yellow to clear and cleanse. And what's happening, okay, like I said, manifesting is frequencies. So more yellow just pushes you past this onto the next frequency. So it's more likely to happen. And then we go to sacral chakra. Now, sacral chakra is where most projects hang out throughout the project from pretty much just after day one to the last day we hang out in sacral chakra. It's in the female body. It's the womb space. So it's the it's a baby growing, you know, so it's the growth of the thing or the creation of the thing. So it's very much our creative energies. That is orange. So more orange, if what I'm going to say resonates with you, which is you start the project, off you go, you're fully into it. And then at some point you get really bored of it and it just stops. Maybe you paint lots of pictures and there's like half done pictures all the way around the wall or there is a repeating pattern of um, January, oh, I'm going to forget the word, what is it called? New Year's resolutions, lots of potential New Year's resolutions, but you never feel like you achieve one. That's orange energy. It's the starting, you're getting into it and then you just get a bit bored and it stops. More orange will help you get through that. It's a very empowering frequency and it really keeps us going. So more orange. And of course, again, I would say crystals. Vandenite is a crystal I would definitely recommend at that moment. It's brilliant. Love that crystal for this kind of work but any orange would be good. And then we get to the final day. Okay, that thing that our law of attraction, that thing we want. So maybe you're marrying that person, that that perfect relationship. You've, I don't know, gone to the gallery to show them your work, your paintings. I don't know, there could be all sorts of things, can they? You've got your business and it's launch day, all of those. That is root chakra energy. And root chakra is the most physical energy, okay? And that's the key. We've gone from esoteric uh, crown chakra, which is very out there in the ethers. We've gone through all of the chakras, all of the elements, and we end up with earth, the root chakra, the most physical, dense frequency. And from there, we have very physical, real world things. So it's the manifesting process. You go from the dreaming aspect to the creation to something existing in the world. This is why this is so powerful for people. So if you are someone who does the whole process and then kind of maybe hides the artwork, gets into that relationship, finds the perfect person and actually wants to back away, and there is nothing wrong with that person. You kind of just know that there's something long-term commitment kind of issues are coming up. What else? The entrepreneurs who sell businesses as soon as they've launched them, all of that, there is that not wanting to tell the world or show the world what you've achieved. You've created this amazing thing. Maybe you've done a competition and you've won the competition or you've completed a course that's years in training and you just shy away from telling people 
that is very root chakra and to not shy away to show the world to be proud of yourself we want more of that energy and again with colors that there's a lot more color options here so generally it's red or black but in crystal world you've also got metallics earthy colors and brown so there's a lot of options there Okay, so I hope that is helpful and it will help people realise like now you can understand if there is a block that's stopping you manifesting, you can actively go in there and start supporting yourself. Yes, it is nice to understand exactly why there is a block and what's going on, but I wouldn't overly hold on to that unless it's something you feel like a trauma that really needs to be released and supported. But working with colour frequencies to overcome it so you do achieve is one way through that will be really helpful for a majority of people. And the final little thing to say here, okay, is this is where we can really go into our spiritual toolkit to get us through. So if you know that there is a manifesting block that keeps coming up and it's playing out again and, and again, connect to your intuition, allow your intuition to guide you. It may guide you a different way around the issue so you don't even realise but you've overcome it with ease. It may guide you for some physical, emotional, spiritual support that you won't expect but will help you overcome it. So when you're not sure, like yes, I do strongly believe you can manifest what you want. I really strongly believe that we are not motivated in life. We all have different interests okay we're probably not all wanting to be billionaires although that's what society says that we should be you know that's the air quotes should all be billion want to be billionaires but we all have different wants and i feel that that is our soul essence pushing us towards what our soul wants the deepest part of us what we came here to achieve and with that could be lessons so if that's the case, we can bring in our intuition to help us navigate. Okay, I've got this lesson. I honour the lesson. Intuition, help me understand how I get through so I can overcome and I can achieve. And from that, we've got the energy tools. Okay, so you've got the crystals, uh, sound baths. There'll be more about that on a different dates. There is breath work. Breath work changes our vibration. It also takes out any energy buildup that's going on. There are so many different things we could do. Gratitudes, like I was talking about at the beginning. If you feel you really can't understand what's going on in this life, there's a pattern playing out and you're not sure, of course, you can do stuff like past life regression. As you know, I also do Akashic Records readings. They're very interesting because they may give insights about what's going on that we can't even comprehend because the Akashic Records are all about connecting back to our guides, ancestors and other unseen energies that have been with us from the beginning of our soul's creation and have gone through every life with us. So they know so much more than we can about what's going on and they can share you know, the lessons, the reasons we came here, but also the big aspects, what's going on, what is the past life? Why is this particular thing coming up and repeating again and again and again? And on top of that, we can be very particular about the times of the month that we do this work. So you could consider focusing on this work on the moons, the full moon, 
okay the healing moon and the new moon is the manifester it's the starting of newness and this really does go back to the secret so the the, the new moon is the beginning so you could start on the on the beginning of a moon to create that take the universe with you on your journey you have that momentum behind you and then by the full moon you have started to work on the project it's not like you stop then but what you do is you release some of the energy to the universe because acknowledging that by now you've done enough that the universe knows what you want and trust that it has your back to get you there so you can bring the moons in other energies your astrology your human design all these different things to enhance and support you human design is brilliant as is astrology it's going to tell you when to start things but also the funny little things quirks that are you personally what's going on maybe how to navigate around things we've even got tools like cacao that opens the heart, helps that flow of energy go through the body well. So there's lots of different things we could do. Okay, so that would be my take on manifesting. Okay, what's actually going on? Manifesting is a beautiful process. You will you manifest all day, every day, and you will have skills, things that you attract nice and easily. That is your skill set with manifesting. So know that you can all manifest but know where it feels a bit more complicated. That's your soul lessons. And I know it's frustrating. I get it. Yeah, I've been there, still, still learning. We're here to learn. It's one of those things. But therefore, you, you're already doing it over here. So you can do it over there where the lessons are. There's just other stuff going on and you can overcome. Yeah, it's just there is lessons to learn so you evolve. So still beautiful, beautiful lessons. If we can be grateful for those lessons, get that gratitude in, again, it's going to raise that vibration. Okay, so I hope you've enjoyed my take on manifesting. I will be back next week. Like I said, we have two interviews coming and of course Rachel will be joining us later on in the month. But until then, have a lovely week turn off this podcast in a second and maybe just take a moment to honor where in life you are already an amazing manifester be grateful for that and use that energy in the week ahead all right guys lots of love bye